Our resolve in general to do music is stronger than ever. You know, I think if if anything, we realize more and more that this is, you know, what we want to do and it's our passion and we feel like we have something special that we want to give to the world. You and me, we could be. This is Jean-Philippe Rubler from St. Lucia and you're on the road with Dane on WGN. Running on Kryptonite. 720 WGN, high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio, and on the line joining us all the way from Germany is acclaimed singer-songwriter, driving force for the band St. Lucia. It's the one and only Jean-Philippe Grobler. Welcome to WGN. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. So born in South Africa, went to school in the UK, here in America, Brooklyn, so much success here in America. How does it feel now to really get back to getting out, traveling and performing again? Um, I mean, obviously it feels awesome, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely performing in front of audiences definitely feels in, in some way surreal because, you know, part of me was wondering if we would ever get to do that again, you know, because I think it was a while there where it just felt crazy, you know, and um, but to do it, I mean, it feels it feels awesome. You've toured all over all over the world. You've got fans everywhere. Wherever you travel, your music finds an audience and finds fans, whether it's in America, Europe, Australia. Just for you, as a guy who's had success, that doesn't always happen, you know, where you're able to tour and entertain and have successful music around the country. And as much as there is that universal nature to music, there's got to be a difference. So what is, is there a difference between your fan bases in different areas? Is there a difference between the areas and the performances? Is it all kind of the same? And what are some of your favorite places to play? Not just for the fans, but also maybe for the food, the food scene, the music, the culture, the place. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think definitely with the whole digital landscape, uh, things can feel very samey in a way, you know, like it's difficult to distinguish between people who are from one place or another because there's a certain kind of internet vernacular that, that people use. Um, which is why I love actually going on tour and meeting people and actually seeing people face to face because I do think there is still a difference between people from place to place. You know, in, in general, all good things, you know, even though everywhere has its upsides and downsides for sure. You know, like I feel like sometimes when you play in places where they're used to getting concerts or they have a very strong music scene, sometimes it's a little more kind of withdrawn and you feel like you're being evaluated for tomorrow's like review, you know, but you know, our home base, I mean, still, even though we, we moved to Germany earlier this year, um, you know, for 14 years, Patty, who's my wife, who also plays keyboards in the band and sings as well. Uh, we lived in New York. And so to us, New York is still kind of our home, home base. And like our biggest shows are generally in New York. So whenever we play in New York, it feels really extra special. And, you know, this is where we came up. This is where we first started developing the band and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, this is, it's, it's, it's honestly difficult to say. Like, I've grown to love the U.S. so much, you know, and feel, you know, it's always like, like as much as like I love the Midwest and people are very nice there and stuff, but it always feels good to travel from like New York, especially on, if you want to tour and then arrive on the West Coast and travel through the mountains or the desert and stuff and just go through all this natural beauty. And to me, just the, the, like I'm a, I'm a, avid hiker and i love the outdoors and just to be around that nature is always really special to me but yeah i mean it's i mean i guess the just to sort of have a general answer to your question i don't know everywhere's different but i think everywhere is different for good reasons and we 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 welcome the variety and the diversity 
Well, see, you've gotten to experience like the best of all worlds with, you know, being able to travel and experience all of those kind of things. And as people through the pandemic have kind of sat back and reassessed and thought to themselves, what is it that I miss? I really wish I could get back to what? And that's where it comes down to some of those cities that you really love. One of the other things, and you mentioned you and Patty, you know, with the kids and everything that's kind of new, different, changing, and you're in Germany as people have sort of reassessed what they want to do with their careers or sort of their goals or where they want to be. Has that changed for you guys? Maybe growing up early on in the band, want to take over the world and be the best ever. Have you guys sort of reassessed, hey, you know, what do we really want? What are our goals with this? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I think anyone who has who has kids and you know isn't changed in some way like i don't know if you're breathing (laughs) it just it just i think it inevitably changes the way you look at the world the way you think of your decisions and stuff like that but you know my my resolve and i think our resolve in general to do music is stronger than ever you know i think if if anything um what having kids has done for us is it's focused us even more so you know it's made us dispense with the the frivolous, you know, you know, for want of a better, a better term, but um, yeah, I mean, we're just really focused on this thing and we've just, we realize more and more that this is, you know, what we want to do and it's our passion. And we feel like we have something special that we want to offer the, that we want to give to the world more, you know, forever, hopefully. And uh, yeah, but I think, you know, you, one definitely starts to think about like, well, how do we, how do we tour like effectively, you know, because we we're very hands-on parents. Like we don't, you know, we're not handing off our kids to nannies, you know, with all due respect to people who do do that, because I understand people live different lives. But, you know, we are very hands on, like, like our studio is in our apartment in where we live, and our kids come in and out all the time, you know, so we're like, we're very hands on with the kids. And we think it's, it's for the better, you know, it's for the better of them growing up and stuff. But so part of that is also that we want to bring them on tour with us as much as we can and have them be part of our lives. But obviously, that presents somewhat of a logistical <laughs> issue. Um, so we're still figuring that out, you know, but I think for us, it's just like, we want to do this. This is the thing that we're passionate about that we want to do. And we love playing in front of people and making music. And, you know, we just, we basically just do it and then like hope that the pieces fall into place, which they have done in the past, you know, um, sometimes more than others, but, um, yeah. There's so many fans that are so excited to hear you say that, right? That you guys want to do this, that one of the things that you want to continue to have built into your lives and the lives of all the fans is the music and making the music. So when it comes to the music, I mean, it's it's really absolutely timeless. I've read Doobie Brothers. I've read Hall & Oates. You know, I've read your musical influences, you know, Boys to Men, Michael Jackson, Phil Collins, Sting, Fleetwood Mac. It's really everywhere. Yeah. Do you guys appreciate the comparisons or do you think, okay, well, we're just here being creative. We're going to take us wherever the music leads us. What's your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think a lot of the, the people you mentioned are definitely people, um, artists that I like aspire to, you know, and this de- like, I would definitely say my favorite era of music was like 1975 to 1985, even though I wasn't alive for most of that decade, you know, I was like alive, <laughs> right. Like two years at the end, but I don't know. There's just, you know, there's something and like, there is a lot of modern music that I love too, you know, but like, I think that there is a period in your life where music just really gets under your skin, you know? And I think when you get to like my age and Patty's age, it's like, it's difficult to hear music with just like a totally fresh, 
perspective anymore. You know, it's like in, in a way, I think that you're like, I don't know if everyone experiences this, but I've definitely experienced it where like the, the core of my musical foundation is like there, you know, and even though I hear stuff now that I love, like I really respect and love what like Billie Eilish does. I think she's a great artist. You know, there's this band Parcels that I really that I really love from Australia. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of modern music that I really love. But, you know, I think that there was something special about that that decade I'm talking about where, you know, it was like technology was really starting to take off. Like you were starting to hear synthesizers, but there was still a lot of humanity in the music. And, you know, I think it's very tempting and easy to, you know, use technology to allow yourself to be lazy these days. Whereas to me, it's 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 important to challenge yourself and and try and play as much as of of the music as possible and as many of the instruments as possible without like fully fixing them 100% perfectly to so that you at least have a bit of humanity in this kind of digital kind of world that that exists around us you no you you totally hit on it let the listeners know we're talking with Jean-Philippe Grobler with the driving forces of Saint Lucia but you hit on it because those those bands and that music is is timeless as is that you guys are creating with Saint Lucia it's the kind of stuff that music is still just as popular and appreciated now as ever and i think you really do have you know as a guy in the broadcasting world we look at what we have today to work with on technology and the music i think it's amplified a hundred times think about what those bands those musicians had to do to create that music when we have so many tools today and so you look at just the effort i think and the commitment that they put into it as well so just like the music that you guys have a lot of different styles it takes on different forms same as the performances you were here in chicago did more of a dj set and so talk a little bit about that the appearance the visit in chicago and of course here with our very own l bandito yankee tequila so your thoughts on all of that yeah i mean you know i, I it's funny because you know th- there's certain ways that your career that your career progresses that you've always imagined for yourself you know but then i think also the universe provides you with other opportunities that you kind of you know you can obviously push them to the side but to me it's important to kind of at least explore those avenues you know and um one of the things especially because you know we have a lot of synthesizers in our music and there is a kind of dance music element to it you know there's a bit of like a house thing going on in some of the tracks so we we just started being offered dj sets and it was, djing was just something like i never <laughs> no but jean philippe it's it so cool stuff. right that you can that you that there's a market for that right because at first you yeah. probably were like really well okay well, exactly. I mean, and the thing is, you know, I, I've always loved being the guy at the party that plays the music, you know, that like selects the next song to play. And so in a way, I just thought, okay, well, DJing is just uh, an extension of that, you know, uh, but I was never like, my ambition was never to be like the chain smokers or like a big EDM artist, because like, I love playing as a band live. But um, over time, like, I've just really started to enjoy DJing, you know, and like, we incorporate some St. Lucia songs into it that I'll that I'll sing over, you know, so there is like a an element of us actually bringing St. Lucia into those DJ sets. It's not just us playing other people's music. It's actually, you know, for example, the thing we did in Chicago, I did it with the keyboard player in St. Lucia, his name is Nikki Paul, who I love DJing with. And I also DJ with Ross, our guitar, our guitarist, and Patty, my wife. And, you know, and all of those different sets are different and they're just fun. You know, it's just great because you can read the audience, you 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 kind of go flying by the seat of your pants. Like we have no plan of what we're going to play next. So we're just, you kind of looking for the song <laughs> and being like, oh, I feel like this is going to go well now. And then like, oh, well maybe now we put in the St. Lucia song and then you put it in and you're singing over it. And then at the same time, you're trying to find like, while you're singing, you're trying to find the next song to play. And it's just, there's just something very, uh, 
visceral about it. Well, you said there's something very visceral about it. I think what's cool about it, too, is that you have that opportunity to go ahead and kind of give St. Lucia fans a little bit of what they want, but also something fresh, even for them, right, to see you in sort of this new format and in different ways. Yeah. I think it's I think it's exciting. So the, there were rave reviews. People really absolutely loved it. I wanted to ask, and I'm, I, as far as like the spirit, you were there with the big backdrop of El Bandito, Yankee Tequila. Did you try any of the cocktails, any of the expressions? Are you a tequila guy? Um, I think I more than tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Nikki were definitely deep pretty deep on the tequila train but um not too deep you know but we definitely i mean it was great it was like i really i I enjoyed it i haven't been paid to promote them at all but um i enjoyed it you know i I definitely love tequila and mezcal and um no i think it's kind of become my my liquor of choice for sure like i think back in the day when we first started out as a band like you know when we started touring like 2012 it was definitely like you know bourbon was on the rider and ipas now it's more like natural wine and mezcal or tequila. El Bandito Yankee, great. It's a really great tequila. That is great to hear. So last thing, and as we let you go and let the listeners know, we're talking with Jean-Philippe Grobler from St. Lucia, is what's next for the for fans of St. Lucia? Can they either hope for or look for? We're uh, starting to, re- to release new music, um, which we, you know, we haven't released any new St. Lucia music for... I think a little over, is it three years now? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Like I think 2018 was our, was our last album came out. But um, we're going to have a bunch of new music coming out. We're coming back in a big way, I think. <laughs> um, you know, it might be as much as like two albums, Whoa. Um, maybe more. I don't know. But um, yeah, no, we have, I mean, you know, I think I, it's funny. I've noticed a lot of artists releasing double albums recently. And I mean, for good reason, you know, everyone was locked up for months, you know, and I think when you're a creative person, there was definitely a lot to process in that time. And it's interesting to me because I've noticed a lot of people singing about, you know, the ideas of like freedom. And, you know, even though I think people expected a lot of like depressing music to come out, I think a lot of the music that's come out has been actually very celebratory and escapist in a sense you know which also makes sense in a way but it's it's just it's been very interesting for me to hear that but i think for us it's like we have both those things we have some music that's very escapist and dancey but then some that's a bit more kind of exploring the darker kind of well i mean how can you not because i mean it's great to see though because with all of the understood and you know negativity that goes with what everybody's been through to see some of those silver linings come through and on the creative side you know you'll talk to authors you know they've got like two or three books that they've got into them just because they were sort of stuck in a place where that's where they that's where they were that's what they had to do their outlet and their creativity is going to turn into books or for you in St. Lucia maybe two albums I know fans will be excited to hear that as well so for people want to keep up with you and your adventures on social media or whether it's upcoming you know appearances or performances where can they go the, the main social media that we use is uh, is Instagram. We haven't really gotten on the TikTok train yet, although I feel like our management company will be pushing <laughs> us in that direction soon. Um, but we also have a Patreon that we're very active on, and you know we do like a, a live stream every month. Yeah, and it's you know we're very we're very close with our fans, and it's um, yeah. I mean, we're we're just very excited to be coming back and putting new music out. Yeah. Well, making a positive impact in the world. You guys have a great relationship with the fans. That is one of the one of the of the many unique things with St. Lucia is that connection with the fans. They will be excited to see what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Just as we were excited to have you here in Chicago with El Bandito Yankee as well. And uh, last thing, did you just come in, zoom in that they drop you down from a helicopter and you did the show or did you get a chance to check out anything else in our city? 
I teleported. <laughs> um, no, I, so, so we've, um, you know, Patty and I, Patty, who's my wife, we've become really good friends with the, with the, with the family over the years from Chicago. And yeah, so, you know, we've, we've spent a decent amount of time in Chicago and I was there for probably like five days total. And, um, yeah, I went to a few different restaurants. I'm just like terrible at remembering names, but the, I've always loved the food in, in Chicago. One of my favorite places, is the purple pig, like I love the purple nice. pig. And, uh, yeah, but then I took a little, uh, break in between, like I, I had this wedding on the, on Thursday and then I had the El Bandido Yankee DJ set on the Thursday. And, um, I took five days in between and flew to, uh, to Arizona and went hiking in the Grand Canyon and like, went to Sedona and stuff like that, which was awesome. But um, not because I don't love Chicago, but I just felt <laughs> oh, that was cool. He are, he's unstoppable. Jean-Philippe Grobler from St. Lucia. We will have links <laughs> up for all of that at WGNRadio.com, and we'll let you get back to it. We know it is late uh, in Germany right now, but thanks so much for everything you're doing. Thanks for what you're doing yeah. for the fans, being in Chicago, and for jumping on the show today. I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for your time.